Hello. Welcome to So You Think You're Iconic, the movie podcast. Um, I'm a little tired. Mm, just a smidge. Just a smidge. Which is so funny because this is actually like the latest I've woken up in like the past like three days. But I'm still tired for some reason. I mean, I always feel like it gets like that certain weekends. Mm-hmm. Like you're just you're just tired. I'm just tired. Really not looking forward to going back to work, but <laughs> but I only have to work two more weeks and then I get a very long break. Yay! So very jealous. I, we can do this. Don't you get a break in like a week and a half? What's a week and a half? Aren't you coming out here in like a week and a half? Oh yes. You don't get like a day or two off of work. No. You get that Monday off. Technically, it's not on my calendar. What's not on your calendar? Juneteenth. Oh, racist. That's what I said. I was all like, because my brother holiday. asked if I, my, my brother asked if I got it off. Um, and I'm all like, it's not on my holiday slash like payday calendar. And I'm all like, what if I like email them like HR and whatever and be like, y'all are racist for not giving me a you should. Juneteenth off. You should. You, you should be like, um, excuse me, this is a federal holiday. Jordan, we don't have the most pock we have are Hispanics. I don't care. It's a federal holiday. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think only black people should have it off, but that's a whole nother conversation. But if they're going to yeah. let everyone off, they should let everyone off. True, true, true. Yeah, it's not on my calendar, but I'm hoping. I'm hoping. You're hoping. Maybe they just forgot. Hopefully. Hopefully. Because, like, this isn't even, like, the first year. This is, like, the third. (laughs) Is it? I'm just going to not show up. Yeah, just not show up and be like. And then if they they ask me where I am, I'm just going to be like, oh, so y'all are racist then. Right, so we're being racist. Hmm. I can use their white guilt against them. Exactly. Also, are you still on probation? It's mm-hmm. been 17 years, Kelly. <laughs> no, I know. Technically, my uh, review date is... When is it? Next week. Okay. On Monday. It should be. I haven't gotten an invitation to so the fifth for a meeting next yet. Next week or the twelfth next week. The twelfth. The twelfth. Okay. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. If I don't get um, off of it, I will cry. Mm-hmm. I would too. I feel like you've been on probation for like seven months. It feels like it. Feels like it. It's only been six, but that's still a very long time. Still very long. Very long. I'm not also, into hoping it. you get a pay, a pay raise. <laughs> you and me both, bro. I mean, I need a pay raise too. Like, they they are truly tripping at my job. I don't know what happened, but they tripping now. Oh, so yeah. they really need to yeah, pay me more. And I'm still saying, whenever what's her name gets uh, fired, I will be there. Oh, Kelly says that, but I literally tried to get her a job when one of my coworkers left and she didn't apply. Well, that was different. I had just started. Mm. It's a miracle she's still there. Mm. 
hey, you want to work in San Diego? Our office in San Diego needs someone. <laughs> you can move to San Diego. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I mean, I do have a friend out in L.A. Mm-hmm. You can make that like three hour commute every day. That would be great. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she's she's more like down more. Oh, like Orange County. That's a little closer. That feels closer. It's an hour and 35 minute drive. That's not two. That's better than three hours. It's better than three. <laughs> <laughs> better than three. Yeah, not that bad. And then I would go down there for, and then I could talk like my coworkers, my bosses into like me going down there for like a week to like train you. Yeah, because I obviously needed to be trained by the person who runs your department, mm-hmm. which is you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how was your week though, Kelly? Can I just say, four day? I was made for four day work weeks. Oh, you're stronger than me. I only made it three days this week. <laughs> well, <laughs> I kind of had a breakdown midweek. But at least I didn't have to work on Monday. (laughs) You know what I mean? I also had a breakdown. Like, like, uh, yeah, I had a break. It started kind of at work, but then I I got in my car. And you know, like the minute you get in your car, you just saw like everything hits you at once. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I had my breakdown in the car. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm fine. And so I get ready to, to work out. Tell me why I'm crying on the bike while I'm working out. Oh, wow. You were truly going through it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great time. But I got my workout in, and that's what matters. That's what matters. <laughs> I worked out uh, on... Was it Friday? Was that the last day I worked out? Yes, because I skipped Thursday because I went to the movies instead. Um, Friday. I worked out. That woman tried to kill me. Yeah, she did. That woman tried to kill me. Like, usually I can go through the entire class without stopping. I had to stop a couple of times. I was like, (sighs) like, she tried to kill me. I will say, though, that the, like, when you do those rides with arms, for some reason, they are out to get you. Usually, usually I'm fine with those. Usually Usually I can make it to the arm section and I'm like, oh, I can breathe now. This woman... Anytime I didn't have a weight in my hand, tried to murder me. <laughs> See, this is why I don't do the arm ones, because I did one and I was like, never again. I I am dying. Like, I feel like I didn't go below 80, like 90% of the class. I was like, can I take a breath? Can I drink some right. water? Right. Yeah, they're like, take a break. They take one shot, and then they're immediately they're like, giving okay, you instructions. Okay, right back to it. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Wait a minute. I didn't even unscrew the top of my bottle yet. Calm down. Right. Gosh dang. Those ones Those ones are the scarier ones. When they're like, oh, yeah, it's like, it's break time. And it's like, where was the break? Where was the break? Like, can I get a deep no. breath in just once? Right. Right. I'd like to not pass out on this bike, please. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, and then the ones that are just all like, "Oh yeah, put two or three more points up on 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 your uh, on your resistance," and I'm all like, "What?" Oh, the highest my girl what? had us go was a minimum of thirty, and I was like, "Minimum." 
yeah i was like the ones that are like yeah you should be in the range between 26 and 32 and i'm just like what what why are we going so high i'm fine with 26 but once we start getting to like 27 28 i'm like whoa let's slow down a little bit like 26 is my limit like 25 26 is like hard but like i can do it once we start getting Mm -hmm. 27 28 29 i'm like girl we need to slow down this cadence like 65 (laughs) to 70 range is too high like let's knock it back down to 50 to 55 yeah Yeah. uh some of these writers dude insane right they don't be thinking about everyday man like i don't get paid to work out every day like (laughs) calm down and like we can see the levels on on the ride Mm -hmm. so we know what we're getting into but some of these are not intermediate no they're telling me to get up to 26 up to 32 i'm like Mm -hmm. excuse me this is not an expert level uh yeah and then ending the class being like okay everyone stand up uh resistance 26 and run all out i'm like girl this is the end of the class we need to be winding down like right like the last minute and a half i should be in the uh uh what do they call it the the five to 15 range Mm -hmm. and then keeping the cadence up yeah like no don't make me stand up don't make me put all out on on the bike right now like no calm down i already gave my all out yeah i'm done So yeah, I live though. I did it. I wanted to quit. I like yeah. really wanted to quit, but I did it. Proud of you. I'm proud of you. But yeah, Ashalana writers, like instructors, can y'all chill sometimes? Mm-hmm. Is that like a possibility? Yeah, please. Because like I love you guys and you like give me a really great workout, but sometimes y'all are just insane. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my week was all right. I still believe that we need four day work weeks instead of five. Same. I'm peti- I would be a much better person. I'm petitioning if I was able to the work like that. California legislator as we speak. And if it happens there before here, I'm coming back. Oh, mo- it most definitely would happen here before there. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I'm I'm already I'm already planning on coming back, but mm-hmm. that'll make me come faster. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Yeah. Put, me, put more pep in my step. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, <sighs> let's see. As for, How was your week? As for me. As for me. They tried to kill me at work. Like, quite honestly, they kept just throwing things at me. And I'm just like, y'all, can y'all slow down? And then right. I was finally truthful in, like, our, like, weekly meeting. With my manager, and I was like, hey, y'all are kind of killing us. Yeah. And then she was like, and then she was like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, She picks and chooses what she hears. Because I had mentioned that we were getting, like, a lot of stuff coming in. Uh And I was like, and some of them, and I was like, I offhandedly mentioned, I was like, some of it was kind of useless. Like, it was Mm -hmm. stuff from, like. That we didn't need, technically. Mm-hmm. That's what I can say mm-hmm. without, like, proprietary information. And she was like, yeah. and it was only, like, 10 boxes, and we got, like, over 100 boxes. And then she was like, <sighs> oh. And she just, like, hyper-focused on that. And I was like, okay, that wasn't the problem. 
Yeah. I was like, that was a minor problem in the major problem. Right. And so she was like, yeah, so guys, everyone, I'll just talk to him about that. And we'll work with the vendor and blah, 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 blah. And and she was like, if you guys need any more help, just let me know. And I was like, you didn't help us. (laughs) And like, and I was just like sitting around all my coworkers and I was looking at her. I was like, this is why I don't tell her stuff. Like, she's useless. Yeah, no. Like, this is her version of helping us. I was like, she doesn't get it. Like, I was like, we had all of that stuff that we had to, like, unbox and, like, do what we had to do with it. And then we had a whole bunch of requests that we had to do. Um, Large requests and small requests. I was like, she don't get it. She needs to come here for a day and come, (laughs) like, see. And then, yeah. And then people kept just, like, messaging me, like, offhand, like, little things. Mm-hmm. That was annoying. Um, I had to do an interview f- with someone from a different country that was... Oh, so you actually did it? I did it. Oh. Okay. And they scheduled it, like, right after, like, our morning, like, roundup meeting. And I was like... Uh-huh. I was like, so I'm going to have to rush through this meeting so I can be on to this interview on time. I was like, y'all... Why do y'all hate me? I had so many meetings last week. It was ridiculous. I I don't get paid enough for this. You don't, honestly. I quite honestly don't get paid enough for this. And so... I mean, you're doing the work of so many other people at this point. So many people. And so I called off on Friday. (laughs) Like I did. Good for you. I did. Mostly because I needed to take my car to the shop. But yeah, did it get fixed? No, he oh. ordered the parts. Oh, okay. So now you're just waiting. So now I'm just waiting for the parts, which means okay. I'm probably gonna have to okay. call off another day so I can take it to the shop because they're only open Monday through Friday. Oh, interesting. Very interesting. And they're only open like during business hours. And I'm like, y'all, who is coming oh. into this? If you're only open during business hours. Yeah, it has to be people who are retired at that point. Yeah. Because most of your people are working people and it would be the weekend. Yeah. I'm like, you're not even open on Saturday. Like, come on. Yeah. And so, yeah. And it's also going to cost a little bit more than I was expecting because they have a very high Uh, labor rate. Like, gosh. It's like a hundred and fifty something dollars an hour. What? Yeah. So let let's see how this all goes. I just need my car fixed. Yeah. I'm not doing well driving pretty much blind on my right side. <laughs> so you need to get that fixed. Yeah. Um. On a happier note, though, I went to the movies. Yes. Thursday. Me and my family went to go see Across the Spider-Verse. It was an amazing movie. We went to this, like, old theater that they, like, built it out. So it used to just be, like, mm-hmm. a theater where, like, you watch plays. And that's, like, oh. where, like, the main theater is. And they have a, a whole bunch of, like, smaller theaters, like, off to the side. And so mm-hmm. we watched it in, like, the main theater where, like, the plays used to be. And so, like... 
there's like a balcony seats that you can have and there's like regular seats like it's huge like it's a Uh theater and so we went in there tell me why we were like 10 minutes late because my family's always late and we got in there and the movie had already started like they started like like the movie's supposed to start at seven and it started at seven like we walked in we were like what in the world? Yeah, like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, where are the trailers? Where's the ads? Right. I was promised trailers like, like any other regular. Like they did not play. Like they quite literally started at seven. And so we Gosh, so we missed like the first 10 minutes. It was fine. Like yeah. like we could tell what, what happened. So we were fine. Yeah. Great movie, but... <laughs> but lousy movie going experience yeah the kids behind us were talking throughout the entire movie also the the movie could have been louder oh yeah really yeah this like the movie itself could have been louder because they're usually so quiet yeah i i I mean loud loud, yeah yeah Mm, mm, mm. not this time around this time around um i also went and I rewatched The Little Mermaid because I told y'all I was going to. Yep. Um, we went last night. Great. Still a great movie. Still enjoyed myself. <laughs> um, but another bad movie going experience. First off, uh, first off, um, when I ordered the tickets, I was shocked to see that the theater was packed. And it was not a small theater. I was like, whoa. Wow. I was like, this is the second. Did everyone wait to go see it until like the weekend? I guess so. I went in there and I was like, this is the second weekend and there's a new movie out. I was like, why is everybody here? But this was a good movie going experience slash a bad movie going experience. So this audience was very engaged in the movie. Like they clapped like three times. Like they clapped at the end of Part of Your World. They clapped at like the end of the movie. And they, I think they clapped at um, Under the Sea. I quite literally don't remember. I was like, really? I was like, cool, 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 cool. But bad. I sat next to like this family and these little girls kept like switching between who was sitting in their mother's lap. And they kept hitting me Aww. every time they got up and like moved around. Uh-huh. And then at one point, one of the girls just stood up the entire movie because she didn't want to sit anymore so she just stood and i was like i know the people behind (laughs) you hate you yeah (laughs) i was like yeah you don't i wanted to be like make your child sit down yeah or go stand in the in the in the aisle at the end yeah yeah at the aisle and then also like her children were like coughing and obviously sick and i was like great great luckily i was wearing a mask but i was like could y'all not could y'all not could y'all not and also when i bought these seats you know like that like front area of the theater i bought like Mm -hmm. the back i bought us like the seats in the back row of that and when i bought them there was Mm -hmm. no one in that row tell me why by Uh... the time the movie started the entire row was full i was like Y'all, y'all still haven't seen this movie? Right. I was like, I love that for the box office, but... Right. (laughs) I was expecting maybe a trinkle of people to come in. But no, no, it was a packed house. 
You got everybody and their mother in there. Mm-hmm. Everybody was in there. People Also, people <laughs> were taking flash photos again, Kelly. Flash photos. No. What What are y'all doing? I have no idea, Kelly. It happened twice. What are... Mm, that's so awful. But yeah, this was... It was okay. It was an okay movie-going experience. Loved how engaged the audience was with the movie, but mm-hmm. also I kept getting kicked and pushed by random sick little Love girls. Kids. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. But that was my week. Kind of crazy, right? Yeah. I'm not even going to tell you guys about the whole um, blind situation that's going no. on in my <laughs> <laughs> He's still living it. I'm still living it. It's been two days. A lot of a lot of uh, screwing and unscrewing nails. <laughs> it's been a mess. Yeah. But okay, Kelly, tell us about this movie. Okay. So this week we are talking about the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Yay! Also, disclaimer. Yay. This is my this was my first time seeing this movie, and y'all know I am terrible with names. So if I mess up anyone's name, I'm so sorry. It's not anything personal. <laughs> it's just him. I am just so bad with names. Ask Kelly. I mix up my friends' names all the time. I am terrible yeah. with two things. I have a great memory until it comes to two things: names, birthdays, birthdays. And names. <laughs> can't do it. So sorry. Yeah, his his brain can do every other thing mm-hmm. but that. I'm a beast at work. I remember like everything. Oh yeah. Um, names of birthdays though. Mm mm. <laughs> Something had to slip through okay. the cracks in my brain, and that yeah, that was and it. and it's those two things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something has to be sacrificed. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we start this movie off with a voiceover that says. Um, a pair of pants acts as a miracle to hold this group together mm-hmm. that when they thought everything was about to change. Mm-hmm. And it all starts with a group of moms that take like this prenatal group like what yoga class? Like, yeah, yoga class I guess to induce birth. Probably. I, I'm not sure. Um... And there's a group of women that went into labor within a week of, of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all managed, they didn't know each other before, but I guess small town, same hospital, they became friends. And so their kids became friends. Um, the first one to be born was Bridget. And we see all these girls grow up um, and they go through thick and thin. Mm-hmm. Bridget's like the outgoing one. Lena's quieter. Tiffy's the uh eclectic. Yeah, uh, that's a good word. Like moody girl, and then Carmen's like ball of sunshine, mm-hmm. pure pure of heart, whatever. Um, but they are now sixteen, and they are out on a shopping spree. And while they're out shopping, to Tibby is bummed that the other girls are going away for the summer and she's the only one that's staying at home because she's working at the off-brand Walmart. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> these girls are not 16. Be for real. <laughs> yes. Well, 
I have a movie fact about that, but yeah, Alexis Bledel is definitely not 16. Like maybe she looks the oldest like out of maybe, all of them. Maybe the girl who plays Tibby could could be in that range, but these other girls, they look like they're well into their 20s. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in certain shots, you can definitely tell that they're not teenagers they're not at teenagers. all. But this is the first summer that they'll be apart. Uh, while they're shopping, Carmen picks up a random pair of jeans, and Tibby is the first to try them on, and then Lena, and then Bridget, and somehow it all fits all three of them perfectly. No way. And then they tried, yeah. <laughs> they all have dressed and then they tried different body shapes. Yeah. And heights. Yeah. They tried. Yeah. Carmen is the first one to point this out when they try to get her to put them on because she's like, absolutely not. She's like, I'm I look bootylicious. so much like, different. That's not right. going to work. Right. I am a full boned woman. Okay. Yeah. That'd be like me I am and not Kelly in them jeans. trying to fit into the same pair of pants. Yeah. No. Like, it would never work. It's not happening. Um, also, they do point out that um, Bridget is three inches taller mm-hmm. than Lena. Yes. And they fit her perfectly. And they fit her perfectly. No way. <laughs> no way. No way. Also, I saw the, the low rise of the jean and I was like, oh, I'm so glad that is behind us. <laughs> I think they're trying to bring that I, back, actually. I know they're they're trying really hard, but I am I will never go back to low rise jeans. Mm-hmm. I I will never go I back to it. baggy jeans. I'm like, mm-mm. no, no, not the extreme baggy. No. Cause I have like some, I have one pair of like straight legged kind of wide jeans and that's like the baggiest I'll go. Yeah. Baggy, baggiest that's the baggiest you should go. Yeah. Cause anything else I'm just transported back to the early 2000s. We cannot go back then... to that early 2000s where those pants were literally bigger than the person wearing them. We can't go yeah. back to that. No, we can't have three XL pants on a medium boy. No. Uh, no I, won't I allow we it. were traumatized by that before i will not be traumatized again no <laughs> wear pants that fit y'all um, please yes please um so they buy the pants because it fits all four of them perfectly and then that night they break into the studio where their moms met and they light candles and i don't know like some weird initiation or anointing whatever of the pants mm-hmm. Um, and they create a manifesto for their now sisterhood. Mm-hmm. One of one of um, one of their rules is to never wash the pants, and I gagged. Yes, yeah, that's disgusting. If you if you see what happens to these pants, those pants need to be washed. I would not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they would need to be burned at the end of the summer. Like I'm sorry, Absolutely. no amount of washing that would have been cute if they burned the pants at the end, of the summer. right? That would have been a moment. Right? Mm-hmm. right? They didn't, though. Like, they all, they didn't. But, like, it would have been cute because, you know, they all changed and they don't need the pants to make their lives better. Mm-hmm. They're just, they can do it themselves. But then there would Burn be the no pants. sequel. So that could yeah. happen. Yeah. And I think there's, like, seven books. So. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of books. Yeah. Um. So some of the rules, uh, they keep the pants for a week, send a letter with them, uh, Either it was no decoration of the pants, or there can be some decoration of the pants. I couldn't really. I thought it was like no cuffing and. Yeah, there's no cuffing, no tucking into the pants if you're wearing a belt. Uh, You can't wash the pants. Yeah. (laughs) Pants must be taken off by the wearer. Which, yikes. 
<laughs> yeah, that was kind of scary. I was like, oh, <gasps> why are y'all saying that? Um, and then, like, the most important one was love your sisters and love yourself. Um, so while all this is happening, we see Bridget, Lena, and Carmen packing to go to their destinations while Tibby stays at home. Lena gets the pants first um, because she's going the furthest. She's going to Greece. I want to go to Greece. So do I. That's on the top of my like travel list mm-hmm. is Greece. I oh, love I the love ocean. It. So I want to go anywhere Same. that has a beautiful ocean. I want to go to Greece. Also, Mediterranean food is, is just bomb. Delicious. Yeah. I love Greek mythology. I love their architecture. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Love their Ongoing. architecture, actually. Very cute. Love it. Right. Oh, love it. Um, so when she gets there, uh, a lot of people are staring at her. Um, and when she gets to her grandma and grandpa's house, she's immediately bombarded with a bunch of family that she does not know. And she doesn't speak Greek, by the way. She's mm-hmm. learning. Yeah, poor thing. I know. Um, Bridget is going to an all-girls soccer camp in Mexico. Uh, and Carmen is with her with her dad in South Carolina. Um, and when she gets there to see him, he does not look excited to see her. No, I have I have several things to say about that man. Several. Several several of them are not good. Oh, most of them aren't. Actually, yeah. all of them aren't. I don't like this man. They, yeah. I don't like this yeah, man. No. First off, this man left his family in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Like, didn't even give a proper goodbye. Mm-mm. Just packed his stuff in the middle of the Just night left. and left. That's the first red flag. First huge red flag. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much you disliked your wife leaving your child right. in the middle of the night. Yeah. Without saying anything or leaving anything, no explanation. Mm. He, yeah, not a great husband, also, not a great person. Also, let's go to, is her name Bridget? That's what I wrote. Yeah, uh, yes, um, Bridget. Why are they having a soccer camp full of American girls in Mexico? <laughs> I I don't know. Like, it wasn't even, like, a Mexican soccer camp. Like, they were all American no. girls. They were all Americans, yeah. Why did they go to Mexico? I don't know, man. And didn't they live, like, maybe she, she lived maybe in Maryland. Like, like, why were they going all the way to Mexico? To Mexico. I don't know. Maybe it was one of, like, those exotic travel away, but also it's a soccer camp kind of deal. Sure, I don't know. Whatever. I guess. Um, But Carmen is really excited to see her dad. Um... And he says he's been keeping a secret from her. Oh, I knew what that secret was immediately. Um, (laughs) Like, Kelly, immediately. Like, I literally wrote it in my notes. Like, when he met her, first off, I put Bradley Whitford is her father. Yes. And then I put, I bet he has another family. And then right under that, after it happened, I was like, I was right. And they're white. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they are. So, yeah, it's not a small secret he's been keeping from her. He has a whole ass family. Mm Mm-hmm. And a new house. And a new house. And basically new characteristics. He's saying grace before dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. he. This is a new person. New person. Um, also, one other secret. He's getting married. Yeah, that's the one that really took me out. 
I've, I've yeah, sp- I think I've spoken about this at length on this podcast before, but I don't think springing a marriage onto your child is good. It never works it out. It never works out. No. Also, the fact that he knew he was planning this and he knew she was coming and didn't say Still anything. said nothing. Right. Even his fiance was shook. She was like, you didn't tell her? Right. Like, the way I would be, like, wary of that whole thing mm-hmm. if I was his That his should have been a red flag for her. I would have been like, right. that's strange. Right. Also, wouldn't it be weird to you as, like, a as a parent yourself to only see to see your fiance only see his own kid twice a year yeah it would and she like knows all about her Mm -hmm. i feel like that would that would be weird it's very weird it's very strange Mm -hmm. not very godlike not very christian like no (laughs) which apparently this man is yeah apparently he is now but actually, um, he's kind of given Mormon vibes. Like, if you know what I mean, like, they're, yeah. it's kind of given Mormon. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so we then see Tibby. I know it's not Walmart, but I put Walmart down, and then I just couldn't change it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. In my head, it was Walmart. It's basically Walmart. It's basically Walmart. Um, so Tibby is stalking at Walmart when she hears something and when she goes to check it out, it's she finds a little kid passed out in one of the aisles and an ambulance is called. Uh, we are back with Lena and she is out drawing on a pier and she's, you know, looking at all the couples around her when she spots someone on a boat and when she goes to look at them, she falls off the pier. Mm-hmm. Also, Lena is in Greece in the summertime wearing long sleeve shirts. Like they're that like linen-y, like kind of flowy, but they're still long they're sleeves. Still long sleeves. She's the only person I... I saw on camera wearing a long sleeve shirt. Yes. <laughs> Even the older people were yes. not wearing long sleeves. Absolutely not. And she's like wearing full on cardigans with these like shirts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, girl, no. I'm like, girl, I know I... you're hot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I appreciate you choosing to to just modestly do you girl but you gotta you gotta pick the right you know materials for that even if it is a long sleeve look at the weather yeah yeah um so in the water her jeans get caught on a on some rebar that's in the water and the man from the boat jumps in to save her uh when they get out she finds that he's a college student named costas who's working for his grandfather college yeah he looked did i mention they're 16 he looked almost 30 30 and she's supposed to be 16 yeah like like kelly just said this whole group is 16 keep that in mind everybody Uh uh-huh because it it it, we're gonna bring it up again bridget lies about being 17 but that doesn't really make it any better it doesn't doesn't make it any better um uh he gives her his shirt to wear so that her clothes can dry off. And after a while, she's like very uncomfortable. So she goes to leave and he invites her to go dancing on Saturday, but she refuses. Mm-hmm. How are you going to get asked out by someone who just saved your life and say no? That's going against <laughs> God's plan. 
<laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, God obviously yeah. put that person in your life. Like, that's God's plan, and you're crushing it. Yeah, she said absolutely she not. She said, uh, no. Bye. She's like, I didn't, she's like, I didn't pray that prayer, so this is not for me. Yeah, this one's not for me. <laughs> this is not for me. <laughs> um, so Bridget is at her soccer camp, and she immediately sees one of the coaches and tries to flirt with them. Mm-hmm. Um, even though there's a, like, no, what is it called? Fraternizing. Yeah, fraternization rule between coaches and players. Which, like, the, there, no contact, which, nothing. It, there should be, because most of these coaches are grown adults. They're ch- yeah, and these are children. And these are children. They're, they're working with. Also, the dubbing in this, like, scene where, like, they're picking out, like, teams is atrocious. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, it's so bad. They did put a lot of effort into that. I'm like, if it was that loud that you couldn't hear the girls while you were filming, why didn't you film this somewhere else? Right. Or you have all the audio tracks. Turn one down, turn one up. Yeah, something. Something else. Something. But, like, going in and dubbing after did not work. It sounds so bad. (laughs) They really tried their best. They tried. They Um, tried. But the coach's name is Eric, and she immediately tries to like. Oh, his name is Eric. Flirt with him. Yikes! His name is Eric. I think I wrote. Oh, Alex. that's. <laughs> yeah, his name is Eric. Well, like I said, y'all. <laughs> yep, names names are not his forte. Not my forte. Um. Also, Bridget comes out strong. She comes out strong with the with the flirt. Mm-hmm. She takes her hair out of that bun. She. Make sure to shakes like, it out. Yeah, shakes it out. She stretches. Yeah, right in front of Eric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, girl, please. Um, Carmen. We are then with Carmen, and she's having dinner with the new family, and immediately sees how different her dad is. He's praying at dinner. Uh, they're not allowed to answer the phone during dinner time. No. I know that this. I know that Bradley Whiffer is in Get Out, so maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. But this family <laughs> is giving me Get Out vibes. Like, why are they all I so happy? Mm-hmm. Why do they look like, like like there has to be something wrong? Like, there's something wrong there. Yeah, and they try, and they try to give us a little crack in their armor. It doesn't work. It doesn't because. I'm going to speak on this later, but they keep bringing, like, up these serious topics, and then they just brush them aside. <laughs> yeah, they're literally like, oh, here's a serious topic. Okay, it's over. And then there's a beat, and then they move yeah. on. And it's like, what? Like, they try to make this family seem real, but it just makes them seem so much not. So, so much worse. Yes. Um. So after dinner... Carmen immediately calls her mom to complain and say how different that her her dad is and how he has a whole family and blah blah blah. Um, and her mom's all like, "I'll come and get you because mm-hmm. this is not what you signed up for. It's like it was supposed to be you and your dad only." But Carmen says no and that she'll she'll deal with it. She'll she'll handle it her own way. Which if I was Carmen, I would have been like, "Nah, right. I'm out. I'm going come home. get me, mom. Yeah, come get me. I'm going home." I did not sign up to deal with your new family. Yeah. 
No, thank you. And, and no, I'm not coming to your wedding in like two weeks that you didn't even feel right. the need to tell me about. So, yeah. Right. No. Obviously, I'm not a priority to you. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Her her father is trash. Let's, yeah. just, let's just start there. Let's just start and end there. <laughs> let's just start and end there. Okay. So, we are then back with Lena and she writes to Tibby about her almost drowning in the pants and how she's like, these pants are not magical. I know we said that, but they're not magical. I almost died in these pants. They only helped me find a man. That's that I reject. That I yeah. reject it. <laughs> um, and she tells Tibby how much she loves Santorini. Lena's grandma is doing the laundry and she finds Costa's shirt. And when she asks Lena where she got it, she tells them about Kostas and immediately her and her family are like, you cannot see that boy anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she makes her swear never to see him ever again. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet rip off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, we then see the pants being shipped to Tibby. And Tibby is working on her documentary when the pants arrive um, from the girl who passed out at Walmart. And she said that it was delivered to her house by mistake and when she gives her the pants Tibby returns her wallet um mm-hmm. the kid is super sassy by the way it accuses her of stealing her money um and then immediately asks to be uh Tibby's assistant when she finds out that she's making a documentary yeah she also just walked into Tibby's house yeah she to be left the door open and the and the girl her name is Bailey she like kind of looks in and then just walks in and I'm like girl yeah. this is a stranger's house yeah you don't just did walk your, in did your parents not teach you better right also, I, and were, I don't even care heavily... if they saved your life yeah 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 also they were heavenly have it whoa heavenly right? whoa. They were heavily <laughs> implying that Tibby was poor. Tibby is not poor. Tibby is not. Tibby, Tibby has a great house. She has a that house is beautiful. Great house. Yeah, I don't know why they have to imply that Tibby is, is poor. Tibby, like they Tibby could just is. they could have just said that Tibby wanted much. her own money. Yeah. yeah. They could have just said Tibby needed her own. She wanted her own monies, and that's why she's working at Walmart. Yeah. Because no person with that with as little money as they imply her to not have, uh, or imply her to have, would not have a camera like hers, or video equipment like hers, or a Mac. She has a yeah. Mac uh monitor. Yeah. Those are not. Y'all trying to tell me she's poor, to right? Especially back in the day, right? Like this girl, she's she just wants her own money. Let's just say that. Yeah, <laughs> Don't tell me she's money. poor. Mm. Uh, so we're back with Carmen, and Carmen's dad like sees how upset she is about like not being told that he has a family and blah blah blah, and how things are different. And he promises to go take her to play tennis because apparently that's their thing. Um. But while they're leaving to go play tennis, uh, his fiance says to stop by uh, Paul, his will-be son, uh, son's soccer game. 
And he says yes, and that they'll only be there for a minute, which is always a lie. Always a lie. Also, why did he need to go? Yeah, why did he need to go? Because we learn later that Paul had his own car. Yeah. So there was no need for anyone to go pick him up or anything. Like, no one needed no. to go to that game. And if it was just to go to the game, then he shouldn't have that told uh, Carmen that they would go play tennis. Yeah. Mm. I feel like the fiance did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we go back to Bridget and she still continues to flirt with Eric at, at camp. I feel like most of what we see of Bridget is flirting with Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, at Paul's soccer game, Carmen and her dad end up staying for the whole game and overtime when Lydia shows up saying that their wedding venue is ruined because of a burst pipe at whatever hotel venue that they were going to use. Um, Carmen's dad says that they have to go deal with it and tells Carmen to go play tennis with Paul. After which, Paul just played a whole game of soccer. Yeah. They're like, go play tennis with your, with your stepsister. Right. I If I was Paul, I would have been like, man, I'm tired. I'm tired. I just played a whole soccer game and overtime. Soccer games are really long, oh. by the way. As Paul somebody who played soccer. Though, so. He does not. So <laughs> I think Paul just goes along with anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Carmen is upset about having to play with Paul and you can definitely tell while they're playing. And she ends up hitting him in the face with a tennis ball. Yeah. Uh, she was, feels super bad so, about it. I was so afraid that they were going to do a Carmen and Paul fall in love story. I was so afraid, Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, because if you look at that scene, it's kind of like, if you look at it in a certain light, which was the light that they put it in, you could yes. be like, they're trying to imply something here. Right. It's one of those, like, oh no, please. he's hurt. I have to take care of him kind of deal. Like, I was like, please don't do this. Please, please <laughs> don't do this. And then later on when she's like, is Paul okay? I was like, please don't do this. Please. <laughs> Jordan's only hands hovering over the X on his laptop. Like, yeah. I, can't, I have to close it. <laughs> just, yeah, just ready to turn this off. He's like, if this goes anywhere near where I think it's going to go, then I'm turning it off. I'm turning this off. What are you doing, stepbrother? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just had no. to get it out. I'm sorry. No. Uh, anyway. Uh, Lena goes back to the pier where she almost drowned to leave the shirt. But she feels bad leaving it by itself, so she tries to pull in uh, Costa's boat so that she could put it on it. Um, and while she's pulling, Costa shows up and like starts to help her, and then she is surprised that he's there, and she gives back the shirt. She tries to leave, but Costa says that their grandfather's problems aren't theirs, and it shouldn't affect them. Um, but Lena insists that she has to go, and she leaves. Tibby is leaving work and finds Bailey with her video equipment, um, which Tibby's mom just entrusted 
probably hundreds of dollars worth of equipment to a 12 year old to a child and how did no and who did how did bailey get there with all that equipment she didn't bring all that by herself did she walk with all of that equipment (laughs) imagine a 12 year old with like camera bags and a boom mic just walking down the street also tibby's boss docked her pay because she didn't give people receipts yeah that's insane. That has to be yeah. Illegal. Like it, it, I, it felt illegal. Like I would get like if she like missed stuff while scanning, but because she didn't mm-hmm. give a receipt. Yeah. That's insane. No. Yeah. Like I get it if like her register didn't add up at the end of the day. She didn't scan something because those are serious like losses, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's reasons why they balance things, but. She didn't give her receipt. Right. Calm really? Down. Right. Like, she probably, what if she had a long line? She was busy. She just didn't give the receipt. Mm-hmm. I, also, <laughs> Kelly, I think that your sound is coming out of your headphones and not out of your microphone. Oh, uh, cracker. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. So, um, Bailey with Tibby's video equipment tells her to interview Brian, who is an arcade junkie for her documentary. Um, Which Tibby agrees to. Yeah. Carmen, when she wakes up after the whole uh, tennis thing, tries, I guess, tries to sabotage uh, the family by speaking Spanish in the morning. Um, And it makes everyone... I thought she was just speaking Spanish. Oh, no, I think she was doing that. Well, I think she was doing that definitely on purpose. I mean, I know eventually she was talking to her father in Spanish so that they could, like, connect or whatever. Mm. But then she brought up her mom. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was kind of planned on her part. Um, But she starts to speak Spanish and it makes everyone uncomfortable. And when she asks about Paul, finds out that he's out for the day and that he's visiting, he's making his monthly visit to see his alcoholic father who is at some kind of facility. Mm-hmm. We don't know will, what for. And then they will never bring this up again. No. Nope. Nope. No. Apparently it's so bad though that, uh, oh God, I don't remember the, the daughter's name, but uh, the daughter won't even go see him. No. So whatever happened, it affected the whole family. But mm-hmm. Paul will still go see him. And so for some dumb reason, they just don't bring it up whenever Paul goes. They just like, Paul's out for the day. And I'm like, yes. this is, see, this is one of those cracks they're showing in the foundation of this family. But then they just gloss over it. Yeah. And then they just make them worse. Yeah. Like, how they, they show them just to be worse people anyway. Mm-hmm. So, Bridget gets a letter from her dad at camp, and it's it's not really a letter. It looks like it was just typed up at work and signed by him. Yeah, and then when I saw that letter, I put, oh, so Bridget has daddy issues. Yeah. I was like, it's definitely. all making sense now. Yeah, it makes sense. Which, um, which she won't let it go that this older man does not want her. <laughs> yeah. Also, she's dealing with her mom's death. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, her mother like unalived herself. Yes, unfortunately. 
Yes. And that's it's, it's something they bring up a couple of times in the movie. Yeah. But mm, still didn't go in depth enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um but Bridget gets a little uh, delulu about Eric because they're all at like the cafeteria or whatever and she overhears Eric asking if they have Saturday off and asks if they're going to the cantina and she immediately is like he wants me there. She I laughed so hard. <laughs> she was like guys we're going to the cantina and they were like why and she, right. and she was like because he wants me to go they're like, like how what? she was like why else would he have said that so loud so that i could hear it and i was just like girl <sighs> yeah You're... she's she's reaching she is insane yeah like she's I very looked, delusional i would have looked her in her face and like girl you're being crazy yeah the and not the attractive crazy if there is an attractive crazy you're being the you're scary being, crazy you're being scary crazy yeah like finding out where he lives and showing up at his doorstep kind of crazy yeah like this man did not say that because he wants you to meet him there he was talking to the to a co-worker <laughs> right and he was probably talking loud because they're in the cafeteria. It's in a loud. Loud cafeteria. Girl. She she's grasping. Grasping. <laughs> so yeah, she's crazy. Um Tibby then sends the pants to Carmen and tells her about Bailey and how she's stuck to her side um, and helping her with the documentary. Mm-hmm. Carmen is then woken up by Lydia. And has a very awkward interaction with her um, because Lydia's housekeeper has shown up and she has to clean the room that, that uh, Carmen's in. But Lydia says that the maid who speaks only Spanish didn't understand her. And so she ha- like Carmen has to get up. It's really awkward. Carmen it's says very, she'll wash her own sheets. It's very awkward. Yeah. I would have been like, do you want me to talk to her? Because <laughs> I thought she was like, it's been yeah. a long time since I've seen it. I thought she was because like, this is awkward. Like, I can speak to her like, right. It's no big deal. Like, I will wash the sheets. She can yeah. come back later. Like, quite literally right. anything. Right. Like, I'll just clean the sheets myself if she needs me to leave so she can clean the room. That's fine. Yeah. But <laughs> It's not that big I can of a talk deal. To her, right. Yeah. Lydia was so insistent too. Like she's yeah. like, you don't have to wash your sheets. And it's like, girl, it's fine. She was like, no, I can't let you wash your sheets. I paid this woman to wash our sheets. I can't have people knowing that we wash our own sheets. And we wash our own sheets. <laughs> um but anyway. We are back with Lena and she is out at the fish market and sees Costas and she kind of seeks him out, but not really like she gets like Mm -hmm. in his line of sight. She kind of like follows him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And when he goes to see her, he steals her uh, sketchbook and he kind of tells her about his life as he's looking at her stuff. Um, His parents are dead. He's back living with his grandparents in Greece. 
um, and how he thinks she's a real artist because he loves what she's drawing. Yeah. Uh, Lena tries to like be friendly with him and whatever. And when Costas asks what she's so afraid of, um, she can't answer because he wants to get to know her, but she's like putting up all these walls. Um, Lena then writes to Carmen and says that she's afraid of letting Costas into her life. Um, and how she's so impressed with people like him and Bridget who have lost everything and still can let people in and she can't. Which is so funny. Cause she, did she lose anything? No, that's what she said. That's why, oh, that's okay. why she's saying that. Yeah. She's like, I haven't lost anything, but I can't let anybody in. That sounds like a you problem, baby. Yeah. Like, it just sounds like a, like you're not opening up to people. That's what that sounds like. Go talk like. to a therapist. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. You've got some kind of issue letting either control go or letting people in. That's a therapist mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly think it's just like a lack of self-esteem, but that's yeah. not my place to speak on. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she's like had enough so she uh decides to randomly go swimming and Costas finds her and joins her all to of a sudden the... she's in tune with her body and is yeah suddenly no she she doesn't feel like she needs to cover up anymore and just strips in the middle she of the just day. strips down in the middle of the day into her underwear and just and jumps just in the water jumps in the water Ugh, good what for growth. her, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what growth? <laughs> so instant. I wish that was so me. Instant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will be outside pretty much <clears throat> naked, but you know. That is true. That was me yesterday. So. That's because I am. I will never be this young again. Sorry. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, Tibby goes out to film one day, and when she doesn't find Bailey, goes to her house looking for her. She goes to wait, but the neighbors tell her that. Bailey isn't there. She's gone to the hospital. And that she has leukemia. Shocker. The girl she found passed out in the aisleway having peed on herself is sick. Shocker. (laughs) She was so shocked by this information. I was like, normal children don't pass out. Also, the fact that Tibby never asked. She never asked. She never asked, like, are you okay? What happened? Yeah. She literally just gave Bailey her wallet back and was like, get out of my house. Right. Get out of my house. Glad you're not dead. Right. Bye. I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, she never even asked how she was. So <sighs> this should have happened earlier. But oh well. Mm-hmm. Carmen now gets the pants, by the way. Mm-hmm. We then see Bridget and her two friends show up at the cantina. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This game um, looks like such a set. Such a set. Yeah, it did. <laughs> um, then when she finds Eric, she asks him to dance, and they kind of do for like a little bit, but he says he can't and he leaves. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say about Bridget, she is determined. She, she is. is. A, she is a determined young lady, and I admire that. I just wish she would use this determination in a different way, a different outlet. Yeah. Yeah, she needs a, a a project, not this one. Yeah, she needs a but good she needs a project. project. Bridget, you need a hobby. Yes, maybe, maybe you yeah. need to join a club of some sort. Right, 
I mean, I know you're in soccer and I know you love running and whatever, but maybe you need like a different like activity that stimulates you in a different way. You know what I mean? Which, which by the way, they have this poor woman running on the beach twice in this movie. I would yeah. rather cut glass with my teeth than run on the beach. Yeah. And she's she's not running. She's sprinting, sprinting. sometimes. She's sprinting down this beach. Like mm-hmm. they said, yeah, we need you to go down this beach. Or they saw her run. They're like, no, we need you to actually like wind sprint it down. Could not be me. Yeah, y'all asking too much of me. I'm like, oh, so it's time to pull in the body double. Got it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we then see Lena start to spend a lot of time with Costas uh, out on his boat. He teaches her how to ride a Vespa. Um, no, Lena, you promised your grandmother that you barely know right. that you wouldn't talk to him. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, uh, Tibby is filming the documentary by herself when Bailey shows up late with the boom mic and starts helping interview one of her coworkers. Mm-hmm. Um, and after the interview ends, Bailey knows that Tibby knows. Yeah. Why... Why does, what's her name? Bailey. Why does Bailey ask better questions than Tibby does? Yes. It's it's like they make it seem like Tibby has been working on this documentary for like months. And then mm-hmm. Bailey comes around and actually asks questions of the people that she's interviewing. Yeah. But Bailey knows that, that Tibby knows that she has leukemia. And she's all like, uh, basically, I don't want like special treatment from you, but can I still work with you on this documentary? Mm-hmm. Um, we then see Carmen is out with Lydia and Krista. Krista, that's her name. Uh, to try on dresses for the wedding. It's basically this is the final fitting before the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lydia, either Lydia insisted or Carmen's dad insisted that Carmen be a part of the wedding. So now they're looking for a dress for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carmen is also wearing the pants during this whole interaction, by the way. Um, yeah. uh, when Carmen comes out in the dress that Lydia has picked out, it clearly doesn't fit her. No. Um, and Lydia and the uh, seamstress start making comments about having to take out the dress. and S- Saying how... we need to let something weigh out is crazy. Yeah. Like, in front of her... They were like, we need to take right. this way out. And I was like, what? Yeah, and they're like, I don't know if we have extra fabric to make this work. And I'm like, how can you say that to a 16-year-old girl who is up yeah. there in a dress that doesn't fit? Like, she's already feeling bad about herself. Yeah. You don't need to do that. Um, so Carmen immediately wants to get out of the dress. And while she's changing, she can still hear Lydia talking about the dress and saying that she wants that maybe they can put like a corset in there so that Carmen can look like Krista, who is a stick. Mm. So Carmen gets dressed and when she gets out of the dressing room, goes off on Lydia and the seamstress, throws the dress down and just runs out. Yeah. Which I would have too. <laughs> yeah. Um. We then see Bridget is playing uh, a scrimmage game and is telling Lena how excited she is that she has found her own guy and immediately tells her how obsessed she is over Eric. 
After the game, Bridget finds Eric on the beach and she talks to him about her mom and uh, tells him that she's, I guess she's like, she's not diagnosed, but she was told by a therapist that she has like a hyperfixation on things when she wants things. Mm-hmm. That sounds like bipolar disorder to me. But <laughs> I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. But it's very much giving bipolar disorder. Also, it's- if I was Eric and I was hearing this, I would have been like, oh, I'm the new hyperfixation. That's, that's, yeah. That's I'm like, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, like that would have, it would have clicked in my head and I would have been like, oh, all right. Yeah. Cool. Um, and she like tries to hold his hand and be like, I've never told anyone that before. And he tries to shut it down immediately because he's like, I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's all like, no, 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 it's fine. Let's just run back to camp. Uh, and so they do. Uh, Lena then sneaks out of her room to go meet with Costas at his boat. Hours later, after the whole bridesmaid's dress incident, Carmen is dropped off at the house. Um, and the taxi driver's like, hey, uh, looks like nobody's home. Are you going to be okay? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, no, yeah, they're, f- they're probably out looking for me. Uh, and when she hears something at the house, she goes and sees that the whole family's having dinner. I... Hmm... The way the way I would never speak to my father again. Never speak to him again. Quite literally, I have been... he would never hear my voice ever again. No, because the way I've been missing for hours, hours. And you are sitting down Eating to dinner, eat dinner. Like nothing is wrong. Right. Like I'll just show up. No. Ooh. Because should have the... threw that rock at his head. Oh, shit it through that rock on his head. In the age of no cell phones and she doesn't know the area, she's new to it. If I was her parent, I'd be out there scrounging for her. Mm-hmm. That that was his last strike, Kelly, for me. That was oh, quite yeah. literally Same. his last strike. Same. There is no redemption from there. I was like, um, oh, this man cannot be redeemed. No. So uh yeah, Carmen gets very upset and throws a rock at the window. And leaves. And goes home, as she should. Yeah, she should have um, a long time ago. A long time ago, but definitely now. Yeah. Um. So she goes to... And then the call that man would have got from my mother. Ooh. Oh my god, it would have been so bad. So Carmen goes to the bus stop and calls Tibby. And... As she's trying to leave a voice message for her, Tibby's voicemail just cuts her off. And if that was me, that would have been my 13th reason. Oh, most definitely. <laughs> um, but Tibby didn't get the call because she's out watching the stars with Bailey. And they talk about her illness and how she is going to die. Mm-hmm. Out on the boat, Lena is telling Costas about her friends and how each one of them have like their own characteristics, their path. Like they have like who they are as a person and she's not so sure of herself and how people see her isn't how she actually is uh costa says that he understands um and they kiss yay yay uh carmen who is back home 
writes to Bridget in hopes that the pants bring her better luck and common sense because she went through a, a horrible time with them and now she like she hopes that they'll do better with her. And when Bridget finally gets the jeans, she is she is super excited and I don't think she read the letter. She didn't. <laughs> um because she definitely wouldn't have done what she does next. But Carmen is telling Tibby about her time at her dad's house. And Tibby's obviously going like pre-grieving, if I can call it that. Um, sure. Pre-grieving like Bailey and her upcoming death. Um, and Tibby disagrees on how Carmen handled the situation, which I I disagree. I, I disagree. mean, I, I get... I get that she should have voiced Carmen should have talked to her dad about how she felt, but after being left. Right. She was well within her rights to leave. Yeah. Yeah. She has a right to be angry. And then this man never calls her. No, she literally leaves his house. Probably didn't even take her stuff and then gets on a bus by herself and leaves for a couple of States to go home and doesn't even call to check up on her. Nope. Like I you know said, what? my mother would have cussed this man out. Yeah. She you know what? That's probably why he didn't call. Probably. Because that, that woman would have been like, if you call again, I am murdering you. Yeah. 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 I. Uh, that's how I see it. But uh, Carmen is upset that Tibby isn't uh, supportive of her and kind of goes off on her and Tibby leaves. Uh, Bridget then gets all dolled up with the jeans on and goes to see Eric and they go to the beach and they have sex. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's. uh... She was in her Little Mermaid era. I understand. But. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) Yeah. Not on. No. Um, but anyway, uh, Lena sneaks out again to see Costas and they go out, um, to restaurant and they're dancing and talk about how he's going back to school next week. And when he tells her he loves her, Lena's grandfather and her whole family show up to drag her away from him. Because they were really bad at hiding this relationship. Yeah, they They were. were. They were just out on this island. Where, like, everyone knows each other. Right. Making out, kissing, riding Vespas together. Like, they weren't hiding this relationship. How they didn't get caught sooner is very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure someone told the family earlier, but they just needed, like, proof. And so yeah. they followed her when she really badly snuck out of the house. Yeah, like her window faces the front of the house and if your family's at the front of the house, they definitely saw you. They definitely saw you. Do better, Lena. This is probably the first time she's snuck out anyway, but still. Um, But back at the house, her grandma like waterboards her, kind of. Kind of. (laughs) And scolds her about breaking the promise that she made her and... Uh, after seeing her drawings of Costas, she's like, family's the most important thing and you lied to us and at the end of the day, you will not have anything if you don't have family. Mm-hmm. 
cue in a boy like that from West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. But I love him. He murdered your brother. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Bridget then writes to Lena about how scared she's feeling. Um and how alone and how much she wants her mom because like she's feeling so confused right now mm-hmm. um tibby is then waiting for bailey at walmart and her mom shows up to tell her that bailey is in the hospital uh and when she offers to take her there tibby says no that she'll go see her another time mm-hmm. carmen then goes to apologize to tibby and they talk about how Tibby actually like likes Bailey, even though in the letters it seems like she was super annoying, whatever. Tibby actually cares for her. The pants then end up back with Lena, and sh- the letter that Bridget has wrote her is lost under her bed. Lena then confronts her grandpa about Costas and asks to be able to see him uh, before he goes back to school, and he allows it. Lena rides her Vespa to the boat port looking for Costas, and they kiss and she tells him that she loves him she is still 16 and he is still a college student Mm -hmm. and also how long have they been together love right they've been together like a week Mm. (laughs) maybe Mm. maybe we rethink that guys let's rethink that (laughs) let's circle back yeah um this makes me mad but uh, Tibby makes Carmen call her dad. Yeah. Tell her dad exactly how she feels about his new family and how she feels left out and whatever. Um, and that she feels replaced. Um, and he tries to apologize and thank God Carmen does not take it. Yeah. Um, and since he's clearly not willing to like work with her, she just hangs up. Mm-hmm. Good. Good for her. Good for her. Uh, Tibby is then at work and one of her co-workers asks where Bailey is because she's gotten used to seeing her and them together. That night, Tibby... Oh, well, not that night, but Tibby gets the pants and after reading Lena's letter goes to see Bailey in the hospital. When she gets there, they kind of catch up, but Tibby tells Bailey to take the pants so that they'll help her get better because these pants are magical and they'll cause a miracle and she'll start to feel better. Mm-hmm. But Bailey already says that they've already worked their magic because it brought them together. Yeah. Uh, Bailey then tells Tibby to finish her movie, a little documentary. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming later that night, uh, Tibby's house gets a call late at night and Bailey has passed away. Yes. We then see Bridget on her way home. And when her dad picks her up and takes her home, he, like, tries to connect with her and say, like, they should go out for dinner. But she's closed off and says that she just wants to sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tibby is mourning Bailey. And when she starts to go through her tapes, finds a recording that Bailey had made. Um, Lena is packing to go home when she finds Bridget's letter under her bed and immediately calls Carmen and Carmen goes to get Tibby, and they go to see Bridget. Yep. 
uh, Carmen, Bridget, and Tibby have a sleepover, and they try to comfort her about her mom and say that she won't end up the same way. She's got them as her support system and that they'll always love her. Yep. They cure Bridget of her depression through the power of friendship. <laughs> yes, exactly. Who needs highly trained therapists and psychologists and possibly medication when you have friendship? Who knew all I needed was the love of my friends to get the over The love it? of your friends. All you need. Yeah. Who knew? The power of friendship. The power of friendship <laughs> can cure your possible bipolar disorder. Like I said, I am not a licensed therapist. Or yeah, neither of us. Neither of us are. But it's looking very bipolar disorder. <laughs> um, we then see Lena saying goodbye to her family and how they invite her to come back the next year. Maggie then wakes up Bridget. And steals the pants and Bridget has to go chasing after her when she runs into Eric, who is there to see her. Weird. Yeah, very weird. Very weird. Very strange. Eric takes uh, responsibility for what happened. um, But Bridget says that it's her fault equally um, about what happened. No, it's not. You're a child and he's an adult. <laughs> yeah, he should have stopped that in its tracks the yeah. minute he, you flipped your hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and they agree to be friends, even though he then makes a weird comment about when she turns 20. Yeah, call me when you turn 20. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Um, Lena is then back in the States and the girls are there to pick her up and are shocked with how she looks. She looks the same. I mean, she's a little more tan. Like, yeah, and her it. hair's curly, but that's about it. That's about um, it. The girls then tried to convince Carmen to go to her father's wedding. Mm-hmm. And Carmen I do not just agree. keeps saying she does not want to go, and they just and don't they keep care. yeah, and they keep making her go. Uh, Lena then tells them about her summer. As they take Carmen to her dad's place. Um, They stop at a diner on the way there and force Carmen to wear the jeans to the wedding because they might give her confidence. Mm -hmm. Even though those jeans have done nothing good for her. No. Also, they've they've been in the ocean. They've been on the beach. Mm -hmm. They're disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, And when they get to his house, they sneak into the ceremony. Um, the ceremony starts and Carmen's dad stops the wedding after noticing that Carmen is there and asks her to be up there with him. And she agrees. She agrees. I don't I don't care that he apologized. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't accept his apology on Me Carmen's either. behalf because why did Carmen have to initiate every instance in which he apologizes? Right. Like, he was 100% going to go through with this wedding without her. Yeah. He wasn't going to try and reach out. He didn't reach out after she got home. He wasn't going to reach out definitely after the marriage. Yeah. So, I don't... I don't accept his apology. And neither should Carmen. Mm -mm. And neither should Carmen's mom. No. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, this just seems like a bad person to me. Mm-hmm. 
not everyone gets to be a good person. Yeah, not everyone not everyone's apology deserves your acceptance. Yeah. Um, but they go through with the wedding and after the girls stay for the reception and through voiceover, Carmen says that the pants didn't actually change them, but help them to like uh, witness and invoke change in themselves. Um, and it sure. made them realize that no matter how far apart they are, um, they'll always have each other. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the movie. Yay! Um, are you ready for the movie facts? Yeah. So Bridget's father is played by Blake Lively's real dad, Ernie Lively. Oh. Why did they have no chemistry then? I mean, he was in there for like a total of two minutes. Still, Carmen had more chemistry with her mom and we barely saw her. Mm, true. Uh, the second movie fact, Alexis Bledel went through a quote-unquote summer camp training to learn how to ride a Vespa and a mule and scuba dive and took drawing lessons in preparation for the movie. Why did she have to learn how to ride a Vespa? Like, why did she have lessons on how to ride a Vespa? Maybe she's very uncoordinated. Okay, same. Um, <laughs> also, scuba dive? I think they needed it for uh, her, like, quote-unquote drowning scene, because she needed to stay underwater. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. Um, My next movie fact. This is the film debut for Blake Lively. I think I knew that. And you know how you said everybody looks over the age of 16? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bridget is supposed to be the oldest of the four, four girls, but Blake Lively is the youngest of the four actresses by a few years, and she is actually 16 during the time of filming. Is she? Mm-hmm. Why does she look so old? <laughs> Jordan. I mean, like, not, like, old, but, like, why does she look so much older than a 16-year-old at the age of know. 16? I don't know. Okay. Um, and my last movie fact, according to the director, Hilary Duff was interested in the role of Tibby. Well, that's so up her alley. Yeah, that it is. is. so up her alley. <laughs> <laughs> that's very much in her wheelhouse. It's so in her wheelhouse, Kelly. Like, I could quite literally see her being in this movie in that part. Oh, imagine seeing Hilary Duff in this movie. It just would have been a part of the Hillary the Hillary Duff Renaissance. It really would have. Okay, Jordan. Here's the question: mm-hmm. Is this movie iconic? Um, I enjoyed it, kind of, but no. Yeah. Uh, it, it had a lot of. It kept bringing up all of these major life events, less problems, and then they would just brush them aside. Yeah, but they didn't like, they didn't really handle that too well. Like how did Bridget have depression and then it just stopped? And then how are we dealing with her her mother's suicide? And yeah, she then obviously... Paul's alcoholic dad who we don't know what he did. 
Yeah, and then Tibby's friend died, and she just, like, process, she didn't process it, like, kind of at nope. all. Nope. And don't get me started on Carmen again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started on that. So, yeah. If they had fleshed out these stories, maybe it would have been iconic, but no. Yeah. It, it, it would have been better. It would have been better. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's like, it's a good movie. Yeah, but, uh, movie. but yeah, it's, I feel like they left, they tried to add some flavor to it and then just didn't go through with it. Yeah, they didn't go through with it. Yeah, so sorry, sisters. Mm-hmm. Not iconic. Not iconic. Uh, um, wow, the English has left my body. Uh, what are your recommendations for this week? Okay, my first one is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Great movie. Everyone, yeah. everyone go watch it. Really enjoyed myself. Um, have, are you going to see it, Kelly? Have you seen it? What? What's the... I have not gone to see it yet, but I am going to go see it. You're going... Okay, never mind then. Um, <laughs> great movie. Great movie. Great movie. Um, my second recommendation is Proud by JoJo. Excellent song. Ooh. Excellent song. Really good song. Really good song. My last recommendation is I'm Good by Black. So I was watching Honey. Either the beginning of this week or maybe last week. I don't remember. Um, which, by the way, we need to do that movie at one point because I have thoughts. Um, okay. Uh. But at the end of the movie, um, Jessica Alba's character, Honey, choreographs the music video for Black's I'm Good. And so they play the actual music video at the end of the movie. Excellent song. Hmm. Should have been bigger good song i'm putting it on my summer playlist excellent but that's it for me what about you okay so i've got two um my first one is a song it's your body by pretty ricky oh i'm thinking of a completely different song or am i my body your body yeah oh i was thinking of my body all over your body oh no 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 different song Different song, but I know I know the song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'd be very surprised if you didn't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and my second recommendation is uh, Drake's album, Take Care. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might, might be a controversial take, but might be his best album. Um, I'm leaning more towards, what is it, Marvin's room? I'm leaning more towards that, but. What do you mean Marvin's room? Not Marvin's room. That's a song. What am I? Yeah, I'm like, Marvin's room is on Take Care. (laughs) Take Care. Yes. Not, what am I thinking of, Jordan? Which one? Uh... I'm thinking of an album. What is the album? Views? No, thank me later. So sorry, but oh, take thank, care. You, thank me later. Yeah, take care is a very good choice. Yeah, 
more life is good, but like I feel like it's not as good as I would also accept nothing was the same. Oh I would, yeah. I would also accept that. Yeah, you're right. Most of the other ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. like there's I think the singles were better than uh the actual album. Yeah. I feel like that with views. More life is really good though. Right. Like I would side eye anyone if they said that views was their favorite Drake album. Of like yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. And like it's name a, me a, a song lot. other than Nice for What. Like I <laughs> Honestly, Hotline Bling. Hotline Bling, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause those are the, the big ones from from views. But yeah. Great. Anything else? Nope, that's all for me. Cool, cool, cool. Um, wild time recording on our side. Very wild. <laughs> so I hate let's it. let's wrap this up before it like closes yes. on us again. Let's go, so let's, like, let's go. Thank you so much for listening. Yes. Don't forget to follow us on our social media. We have a Twitter and Instagram. They're both at SYTYI Podcast. Don't forget to send us your movie requests or your movie stories at um our email SYTYI Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, do you like this movie? Um, is there like a fun fact about this movie that you think we should know? I found out a fun fact while looking something up for this movie. Mm. The girl who plays Bailey, mm-hmm. her brother is the kid from Shark Boy and Lava Girl, <laughs> the, the, like the blonde kid. Yeah, yeah, that's her brother. Oh my gosh. Because I was looking her up because I thought she was the girl from Xenon C3. What's her name? Oh. Dasha? I thought mm-hmm. that was her. It's not. And then I saw that her brother was an actor and I was like, oh, who's her brother? And I looked him up and I was like, that's the kid from Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh my goodness. So yeah. Um, that was great to find out. <laughs> but if you have anything else, let us know. Um, don't forget to share us with your friends and your family. Subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a good week. Yay. Um, I don't think it's officially summer, but it's after Labor Day, so it's summer. <laughs> so yeah. everyone enjoy your summer. Do fun summer things. Mm-hmm. And stay iconic. Stay iconic, y'all. Bye. Bye.